Hello and welcome back to Much Do About Rugby, episode 11 this time. I'm back again with my two good friends, Max and Maliki. And today, I think we're going to be trying something a little different. We're just going to have a little chat about rugby, but on a bit of a whim. I think uh, we've had a few episodes now where we've really planned in detail what we're going to say. So I think today, we're just going to start off by talking a bit about the Premiership, maybe, Mackie. I think you wanted to talk a bit about that. Yeah, what do you um? What do you guys all think about the Tua Lange move for starters? To the Sale Sharks. Rate it, mate. I predicted Rate it, mate. It. Did you predicted actually? Predicted it. What? You did not predict yeah, it. Yeah, mate. In the last in the last episode, I was like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to sail. Really? Then he went. What 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 I find a bit ridiculous is how <laughs> people were sent like no one was talking about sale to win the Premiership at all, and as soon as Tua Lange moves, there, it's like they're gonna win the Premiership. Although, uh, if you look at the number of games Tua Lange played last season for for Leicester Tigers, it was essentially zero. <laughs> Basically played no yeah, games. But if, if, if you look like at the amount of games that Manny Tua Lange played for um, England, uh, which is probably a bit, one of our best players. a bit more important than Leicester Tigers. Um, yeah, he's yeah good. the gas is real for that, obviously, because he's actually going to be playing for England next year. But no, because obviously he plays all the international games. Like, he's, Is he going to actually play that much for Sale? Yes. RDK, mate, and also... Who are their current centres? Yo, Johan, uh, Rohan Janssen van Rensburg, that's Alpha. Roasty. <laughs> Roasty. Rohan. Mate, Roasty. That, yeah, that, that absolute bruise. They're going to have him and Tua. Wait, who? Wait, who are they? Um, Johan van Rensburg is basically an absolute mutant. He, he actually kind of tore it apart in the Premiership last season. Mate, don't get Never heard of um, don't get his name wrong. It's Rohan Janssen van Rensburg. It's quite long, quite quite a yeah, mouthful. I'm never getting never getting that name right. But so who um, else does Sale actually have? Uh, they've got, got um, mm. loads of dweebs, mate. They've got loads of South Africans. They've their mate, team. Fafter Madge. Fafter Madge. They've got that um, <laughs> Beaumont bloke. Who played for England once yeah. or something? Pretty average. Bill, Bill Beaumont's son. Yeah, what's his first name? So, quite yeah. good. Something Beaumont. Mm. Our rugby knowledge Steve is really Beaumont. shining through here. The, they had, they have. Do they still have the Dupree brothers? Yeah, pretty they sure. Still have them. They've got, they've got the best. they got the best winger in the world, Marlon Yard. Oh, he he's actually good? quite good, mate. He he does kind of tear it up sometimes. Yeah, a bit of an animal. Yeah, who's their ten? Uh, AJ, 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 AJ McGinty is their ten, isn't it? AJ, AJ Tracy, do you mean? AJ, 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 AJ Tracy. Mate, you're right. You're right. It's AJ McGinty. I was just joking. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I was right. AJ Tracy's a rap artist, mate. <laughs> Ed, you're like half in doubt there. You're like, no. I'm, I'm, is it AJ Tracy? No, I know who. I know who AJ Tracy is, mate. I'm not that white middle class. Jeez. AJ McGinty, live and direct. <laughs> Shut up, mate. You're actually having a shocker today, Maggie. <laughs> right, so the who do you guys um, if 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 not Sale, who are all the clear favourites of the Premiership now? They've got two at Angie. Then uh, who's going to win the Premier Har- season? Harlequins, Harlequins, Gloucester. Mate, Rosie said yeah. it himself. Ball. That's almost yeah. That's almost <laughs> as bad as Rory's prediction <laughs> <laughs> being both. <laughs> no, I said yeah, in our episode, Mackie. I said in our episode, Mackie. I think I think Gloucester have a really good shot because they're full of South Africans as well. 
Mm, a- Ackerman, Mulster, yeah. like a bunch of a bunch of dank players. Bristol. What do we think of Bristol? Yeah, like them. They're actually quite fun I to think, watch. I think they'll do well, but I I don't think they'll win it. And the main reason for that is because because they obviously recently got so many new players. It's kind of a situation where you're like, okay, how quickly can those players actually get stupidly good together? Might not Whereas have 100 you, chemistry. Yeah, exactly, basically. Well, and But you've got a team like Exeter, who have literally been absolutely killing it for three seasons in a row and have almost won, almost won the Premiership. Yeah, they've got green links, About mate. They've got times. green links. Yeah, they actually <laughs> do have green links. They're killing it. I'd definitely like to see someone else up the next uh, yeah. Oh, one one thing I do want to talk to you guys about is who do you think is going to win the uh, Champions Cup this year? Um, who, who are the teams left? Um. Um. So we've got. Sorry, Sarri's um, the only English Sarri's. team, aren't they? No, no, no. We've got um Exeter as well. Um. So Leinster are playing Sarri's, uh, in Leinster. I, I I don't know whether they're behind closed doors or not. Um. But that'll be a cracking game. I actually kind of... Well, Absolutely cracking, mate. Cracking cheese. Will... <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Leinster v. Sarries. This is 19th of September. Uh, on the same day, there's Clermont v. Racing. Uh, oh. And then on the Sunday, which is the other side of the draw, it's Toulouse-Ulster and uh, Exeter, Northampton are also in... Northampton, mate. Lol. North yeah. ha- oh, Northampton Lol. could actually win the Premiership. Mate, Cobus Reinhardt. Mate, this is the champ. This is the Champions Cup. Yeah, Mate, I, I know. Reinhardt's leaving. Has he left? Oh, oh you're talking about the Premiership. Yeah, no. because yeah. We, well, who do you guys? Who do you guys? Uh, I think probably Racing or. I think I think Le- really? I think Leinster will beat Saris mainly because Saris okay. are just. Let's go get. Let's go game by game by game. Okay, so Leinster beat Saris, then Racing beat Clermont. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's in Claremont, that's a that's a no. Rassi, Rassi will win that. Got... Okay, okay, and then on the other side of the draw, we've got Toulouse Ulster. Toulouse are going to win that. Uh, Exeter Saints, Exeter will win that. And then the semis will have Leinster Racing. My money would be on Leinster. Against uh, Racing, depends where it is. Depends where it is. It depends where it is because I think I think I actually know. I think Leinster's home advantage is massive, and that's why I think they'll beat Saracens. But mate, there's no crowds. <gasps> oh yeah, that's, yeah. Oh yeah, there's no crowds. It's why I think Saris might actually beat Leinster because they've got lo- most of, loads of the players that have, that will have left next season aren't actually leaving yet. So that and they've also got yeah the new maybe. In. But um. Yeah, so let's say it's Leinster. Leinster beat Racing in the semi, and then they play the winner of Toulouse v Chiefs. Toulouse, Toulouse are on flying form at the moment. Toulouse, yeah. So Leinster before lo- win before lockdown, anyway. No. So we're gonna have a boring prediction that Len- the Toulouse win. Toulouse win. Toulouse. Love how, yeah, love how Chester. confident we are in the English teams. Chester. Well, <laughs> North. Like, let's face it. England, no it's, chance. It's 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 Saracens. Saracens are just they didn't even play well really after they got um relegated. So, you know they they weren't they weren't really up. Uh, they uh, would have been like third in the table or something. But that's expected for Saracens. So they weren't even on that good mm. form as or as good form as they used to be. Um. Also, yeah, Exeter. Exeter. The whole point is this choke. Like the whole time and everything, 
So apart from when they won the Premiership one time. So also I hate Exeter, so I really don't want them to win. I would agree with that, but what I'd say is Exeter have got to beat Saints, which they'll they'll walk that. They beat all English teams, and then they've all they've got to do is win two more one-off games, all one of which could be against Saris in the final. All they've got to do is win. But two I mean, imagine an all English final would be sick. I think it could happen as well because. I mean, I think we spoke about it a few pods back, actually. The fact that essentially the reason why English teams don't do quite as well in the Champions Cup is because they get absolutely pounded in the Premiership. And obviously we haven't had like a massive build-up of Premiership games in their systems. So I actually have a bit of an inkling in the fact that the, the English teams might actually be slightly better in the in these Champions Cup games. I completely um, disagree. Compared to how they've been before. I completely really, disagree. Mate. You think those big fat? You think those big fat French props will be keeping fit over lockdown? I do not think so. I think I think the big fat French props aren't the real issue. I think the big the big the big fat French centres <laughs> like Vakitawa <laughs> are probably a bit more dangerous than the big fat French props. But Vakitawa, Teddy, Tomat, come on! You're going to tell me they're going to be unfit? They're not. They're going to be absolute beasts when they come out. It's like. Did, Oh yeah. Yeah, pr- maybe. But did, did you guys see the training that Rassing were doing? No. Uh, what were they doing? What, what? With the guys, basically, <laughs> basically, they had like everyone in the team sitting on a line, like um, uh, how should I say it? Like kind of like in a train, but sitting. So they had, like legs straddled each other, back like feet. What like human centipede? Same like that. Yeah, no, not as human centipede. But essentially, they'd have a player would player would run at them, player would run at them and dive, and they'd all be have have their hands up in the air, and they'd have to run along the hands like so bad. I'm surprised they didn't fuck up their what? their shoulders or something. They, I'll, I'll find a video. We'll put it on the what, Instagram. So they literally run along hilarious. along their hands. No, they don't run. They sorry, I mean they jump onto their. Oh, fronts, they dive. So like stage they, like, dive. They shuffle them. Yeah, they stage dive, and they're all sitting on the floor. They're like, "Ouais!" You see all the French coach going like, "Ouais!" Like, allez, allez. And they're like going back. It's like a competition. And they run out the front, round the cone, and run. That's it's so like their awful yeah, it's like, and it, I saw a caption. I think it was on Arsenal Rugby. It's like, and and people wonder why players get injured in France. They should be dislocating shoulders, shoving <laughs> each other. So funny. Um, joke. Quite jokes though, but yeah. So two losers winning the Champions Cup for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Colby will score about three tries in the final. Justin Colby. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's very um, dank indeed. That's fair enough. Um. Any, anything else to add on the uh, Premiership rugby? Yeah, I don't know. So I just think that um, Marcus Smith next season is going to come into his own. Uh, you know, he's just going to completely dominate every team that he plays. It doesn't matter who's playing outside him or who's playing inside him. He's just the best best fly half in the league. Marcus Smith is quality. He will play for England and he will win the Premiership next yeah, season yeah, with Harlequins. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he would play at with Farrell at centre if that was ever a thing? Like him at ten and Farrell at centre. Do you think that would he'd be a play, possibility? He'd be better than George Ford. He's quite similar to George Ford, isn't he? He'd be better than step. George Ford. Yeah, he's better. No, he's better he on the is. ball than George Ford, like running play. You say that. I, I actually would disagree. If you if you look at George Ford's highlights from early from earlier on in his career, mate, he was actually electric, and I still feel like he is. What Marcus but Smith like, is. He, he, 
Yeah, but mate, I think if you actually compare his early highlights, George Ford to Marcus Smith, I would, I would put myself out there and say I actually think George Ford probably slightly better early on. Um, and he's probably more of a dweeb than Marcus Smith, to be fair. But I don't know. I feel like Marcus Smith's a bit too, too like flashy. I don't know if e- Blair, EJ would like too flashy. Much. What more flashy than like uh, Finn Russell or whatever? Yeah, Finn Russell would never play for England. Yeah, he plays for Scot- yeah, Scotland, Scottish though. <laughs> but he still plays. Exactly. He still plays. He still plays <laughs> international rugby. But he's someone who you would consider to be flashy, but like Quay Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Well, a bit like Danny Cipriani, who won't play an English shirt ever again. Yeah, but that's because he can't defend at all. Mark Smith can actually tackle. Yeah, to be fair, Mark Smith goes from big old hits, but not n- not necessarily the biggest, <laughs> oldest hitter. Not not necessarily the biggest and oldest hits, but like he because he's got quite a low centre of gravity because he's quite short. He does get down low and tackle those big forwards most of the time. Mm. So. Yeah, well, I do. What I would say he's got going for him, like from interviews I've seen of him, he seems to have a really good attitude, um, and like seems to be someone who would work hard and not not like fuck about like Danny Cipriani. Um, yeah, fair. Ma, what do you make of Cipriani? Uh, yeah, pretty decent. That's about it. Don't, I haven't really watched him much, not gonna lie. <laughs> Don't know much. Pretty decent. He's no. only the best ten in the world, mate. <laughs> yeah, good one, mate. Right, fellas, hey, have you ever excuse me. A career in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me while I pop open another beer, fellas. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, what beers? You, uh, what beers are you drinking, lads? What beer? What beers? My, what what beers are you drinking? Yeah, what are you, what are you drinking, Teddy? I'm drinking a uh, a Czech beer. It's called Pilsner Urkel. It's got a nice green and oh. green and red label. I got this for graduating from my godmother. Very kind. She sent me a nice nice classic. big crate. It was classic. I got exactly the same thing when I finished my A-levels as well. Because do you remember we went into railing? We went to Czech Republic. So she bought, bought me Czech beer, which is really cool. Classic. Did she I'm buy it from it Czech Republic or was it just a supermarket? <laughs> and it's Czech beer from the supermarket. <laughs> well, mate, did you buy that Corona from wherever Corona's from? Mexico, yes. Mexico. Did you? Did that Corona? Was that Corona made in Mexico? Do you reckon? Nah, nah, probably not. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same question. No, I was just genuinely. I was just genuinely asking. I was just genuinely asking. I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't think so. I think. I think it's. It's. Uh. Well, to be fair, it does have English and Czech writing on the back, so it might have been in. No, it's got UK. Yeah. It's, it's got the UK government drinking <laughs> guidelines on the back. So, what are you guys drinking? Yeah. Mexican then. What? Yeah, uh, I'm drinking Stella Artois, pretty classic for the lads. Yeah, that's pretty pretty nice. I'm drinking a Rona. Oh. Very topical, man. Very topical. So moving on from our lovely beverages, um, Super Rugby obviously happened last weekend. We had uh, again, again, it happened. It's still going on. We had <laughs> we had two two games. One of which was really really exciting because of the the comeback that the highlanders made against the chiefs can't remember the final score but it was by about two points 27 25 or something and yeah clutch clutch conversion clutch conversion from some guy who plays for the highlanders (laughs) (laughs) wasn't it that mitch hunt yeah mitch hunt yeah, so clutch conversion from him, <laughs> pretty good result. Clutch I think from some guy. <laughs> I think they were, 
they were quite a way way down there um, at, at half time and halfway through the second half. They they scored about two or three tries in the last 10, 15 minutes. Pretty exciting mm. stuff. We also had the Canes. Wait, can we just talk about that for a yeah, second? Yeah, let me, like let, me how... let me just go through the other match as well and then we'll talk okay, about okay, both. Okay, 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 okay. And then we also had the Blues versus the Hurricanes. And I'm very sad to say because we all consider ourselves Blues fans. Apart from Mackie, who's a Sadis um, fan, not me, mate. I'm, I'm a Sadis fan. <laughs> after they beat the after they beat the Blues two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, we all could. Well, Ma- Malachi and I consider ourselves uh, Blues fans, so pretty disappointing loss to the Hurricanes. Um, there's a bit of beef between Lau Mape and Foden Barrett. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll go through the we'll go through the Chiefs this Yeah, all right, mate. Twig legs. No one gives a shit. <laughs> Twig legs. Mate, I've seen proper beef. Like, been like, who's going to take the fifteenth jersey for the All Blacks now? Yeah, we'll come on to that though. That's going to be Geordie or Bodie. Let's let's not talk about that just yet. We'll talk about Mouse. the Chiefs so Highlanders. For the <laughs> Chiefs Highlanders. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Can we, can we, can we talk about how bad the Chiefs are? Like, what is going on? They're horrendous. Warren Gatton, Gatton, come Gatton. on, best, co- best coach in the world. He got nominated the best coach in the world, remember? <laughs> yeah, mate, I know. It's in Rugby World magazine. I'm a keen reader. Pretty embarrassing how bad they are. Why? I don't I don't get it. Mate, they're just that not, not that slash. bad. They got shy team. To be fair, they got a lot yeah, of injuries. They, mate, they clearly don't. When you go... When you go like twenty four nil up, there's not something wrong with your team, and it, like and then lose. It can't be something wrong with your team. It must be a mental thing, surely. It like, must be good something... enough to go twenty four nil up. It must be something to do with Warren Gatlin's coaching style, because I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Because I think with the Lions, he used the coaching style that he's probably using at the Chiefs, Lions. but he had more quality, so therefore he kind of pulled mm. off against New Zealand, whereas. When he's in New Zealand with a sub, with with not a sub par, but like a pretty average side, like with a couple of standout players like Anton Leonard Brown, like McKenzie, it doesn't work as well because you don't have the power up front that the Lions had. You don't have the same sort of, you know, just just power and quality that the Lions had. So you're not going to make as big an impact on the game using the same tactics. And to be fair, I haven't watched enough Super Rugby this year. I know we said that we were going to watch it all, but let's be honest, we haven't. Uh, we haven't watched enough Super Rugby to know whether he's just trying to play this Warren Ball like pick and go around the corner, pass to the forward, pass to the forward. Warren Ball. Or if he's gonna, if, if he's actually trying to get it out of the backs. Because, I don't know, it seemed like in the first half, watching the highlights, it seemed like in the first half, they played ridiculously well and scored a couple of really good tries. But in the second half, mm. what what happens to a team? What does he say? Clearly, Warren hasn't said anything to them before the match. And then at half time, he said, that's good. Just try this or try doing this differently. And then they've suddenly gone down the shitter. <laughs> Keep playing Warren ball. Um, nah, t- <laughs> to be fair, my theory is that like he's been coaching international rugby for so long. He's just not used to coaching a uh, club side and I think Ed you pointed out some obvious differences in like quality of players um, and like how obviously like, you have your pick of the bunch like when you're when you're an international coach especially the Lions which he hasn't actually done that well as a Lions coach but I mean particularly as a, as a Wales coach he's still got his pick of over over like a lot of clubs to, to pick some pretty sick players from um, and he never struggles with that Um 
and I also think it's different sort of having like games back to back back to back weeks um it'll be a complete he's been he's been coaching in northern hemisphere for a long time now um and i also think like from someone who's relatively new to watching super rugby and southern hemisphere rugby uh, to me it seems like a very sort they play it in a very different way and although he's from the southern hemisphere i think the way he's coached has probably sorted suited northern hemisphere international sides slightly more um I don't know. What what do you think, Mal? Uh, I just think the uh, Chiefs are a bit shit, to be honest, mate. <laughs> they clearly saying got... why? Why are they shit? That's the most basic mate, response, I... mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are they shit? Don't know, mate. They just can't. They just can't win. Just obviously, yeah. I think what you're saying, like about obviously, it's not the same as like playing international. I don't, I don't know, mate. Um, Warren Gatlin's just a dweeb, mate. Obviously, he clearly doesn't know what he's doing with the Chiefs team, which is a bit embarrassing considering he is from Waikato. Waikato? He's from New Zealand. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah he should, but, but he should know me, what he's doing. Yeah, but but to me, it's like, if you're going to throw away a lead that big, you fo- you've done, you're doing something pretty badly wrong. I know when, sort of, when England... Do you remember when they had that massive lead against Scotland and it come, came back to be a draw... I remember Eddie speak Eddie Jones speaking after the game, basically saying how he like massively fucked up at half time, um, in, in what he said the team and he kind of took it on himself, which he, he tends to do, but I think that might be sort of telling in in the <coughs> result of the Chiefs Highlanders game. Um <laughs> maybe he's not he's not used to being twenty four and up at half time given that he's Wales coach. Wait, you've got to also so, think um, about it like this way. So, so you've got you've got a subpar Chiefs team, um, starting the game, yeah. But they play quite well. They kind of dominate a little bit, and and you're kind of like okay. And then you bring your subs on, and your subs lose you the game basically. Your finishes, like what? Like, do you think that's yeah. where the, like my point with quality comes in? Like they just don't have the strength and depth. They're missing Brody Retallick, who's a massive talisman for them. Like he's on he's mm. on sabbatical, which is brilliant what a time to take sabbatical right in the middle of a coronavirus pandemic when no one's doing anything um i don't know they, they're also missing a couple of all blacks props i think like atu molly and people like that i don't know Mali, yeah. but yeah <laughs> atu Mali. no i definitely agree with everything you say i think i don't know i'm sure we'll get better i just need to kind of like ease into the role a bit probably but I don't know. I wouldn't be particularly worried about them, but that result was pretty embarrassing. But Although it, it was an absolute masterclass from Aaron Smith, who is actually turning I into one of my favourite international players. He's so good. He's so <laughs> annoying. He's so good. Like I don't understand how a player can play at that like that kind of level for so long. Like he was playing like 2011, like nine years now, and he's playing better than he ever was before. Like what? What? He's too good. He is too good. It, like, he's actually unplayable. Mate, he's 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 honestly like that's one of it's it's one of the biggest times I've seen a one man team in in the way that he plays in the in the um Highlanders team. Like I I've seen at least two or three games. Well, I can't remember again. They won a couple of games back. I think it was in the first or second round. It was literally he won. He single handedly won the game, and then he's done it again. He literally it's a bit puts, ridiculous. He it's puts part. people through holes, lets them score tries. He's like, here you go. Yeah. Here's the ball. There's a gap. You run through it. There's a try. Yeah. Well, you saw the finish he made in in the game. Do you yeah, remember? No, I didn't. I didn't watch the highlights that closely, mate. 
Sorry. We de- we watched them, we watched them together. Oh yeah. But um. <laughs> social mate, distance, just a, of course. Yeah, social distance, of course. Disclaimer. Um, but yeah, pretty mad. Um, anyway, I feel like we've gassed up at how crap the Chiefs are and slagged off one can maybe enough. <laughs> yeah, mate. On to the next game. Let Mal gas up the the Barretts. Yes, <laughs> please. Give your opinion of the Blues versus the Hurricanes, which the Hurricanes won, so handed the Blues their second loss of the tournament so far. After uh, their second loss on the bounce as well, because they lost against the Crusaders yeah. last time out, which is kind of peak because everyone was gassing them up, going like, "Oh yeah, the Blues are the new Crusaders" or whatever. I think it's that loss of Joe March. And then net. Give us give us a give us a compact analysis of the game. <laughs> yeah, mate, I was, I, I was yeah, I was pretty surprised that the uh, Blues lost after the like I think I the week before it was pretty obvious that the the Saders were gonna yeah gonna win because they are just absolute sweat. But um, mm. yeah, I don't know. After they beat the uh, after the Blues beat the Canes before quite like convincingly, I was like, oh, I'm sure it'll just be a nice easy win then. I don't know, the Canes just turned up. Blues probably didn't. I think Bodie didn't have the best of his games. After it, to be fair, last game he, he kicked ridiculously well. And then obviously got a bit of competition from uh, Twig Legs. Uh, <laughs> being the the standout uh, 15 in the Super the super Rugby at the moment. Mm. So, um, and obviously, and, I, and, I've been saying Lau Mappi. Yeah, mate. Lau Mappi, I've actually been thinking. You guys, Ed especially, I think you've been like saying he's really quite average. But he is pretty dank, mate. Okay, like, okay. Nah, the, mate, in the first few games. No, mate, he was good even at the beginning of the tournament. No, no he wasn't. No. Yeah, he was, I'm mate. Sorry, he really he wasn't. Was, mate. Can I can I just I'm say, right, can, I just say can I just say? Can I just say? Okay, Lamape, I did say a few pods ago that he's average and he is average. I stick by that. Because you can't just have one good game. Like being a good player is about being consistently good. Like Lamape in the first few games was Average. He dropped the ball every time. Didn't make any meters. That she just ran straight into people because Jackson Gear and mm. Bishop thought he thought that Lamarpe was going to make a break with his shitty like fly half pass that he made. But moving on, yeah. like one game, yes, Lamarpe's had an absolute stormer, and yeah, he stepped Bowden Barrett. Is Bowden Barrett that well known <laughs> for his defense? Not really. He's more of an mate. I'll tell. Oh, mate, controversial. Mate, mate, just listen. So. Pretty much with Laumapi at the beginning, I don't like over the last few seasons he's been absolutely tearing up scoring a shit ton of tries. That's like pretty consistent. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how he didn't make the All Black squad for the World Cup. Mate, he's sick. He's actually sick. But also in the beginning of the Super Rugby, every single team is putting two men on him every time. And then the one time that the Blues only put one man, Bowden Barrett. He steps him, gaffes him, sorry. and then absolutely no, no. runs over Otero Black. What? I'm sorry, Bowden Barrett. Mate, did, no, back. did you see it? He literally caught. Yeah, no, he literally caught it standing still. Bowden Barrett's in front of him and runs around him. He's yeah, when he catches terrible these defense pretty, from it's terrible Bowden defense Barrett. from Bowden Barrett. Barrett. Mate, Bowden Barrett's running. He should. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be moving forward so quick because obviously he's going to be able to change direction. Bowden Barrett. I think Bowden Barrett's actually done a pretty good job to get as close to him as he has because. Obviously, Laumape's from a standing start, but Laumape's facing the wrong way. He's overran it on Laumape, and he still gets around and almost gets tab tackling, which is fair enough, but, like, it's right, an impressive just... finish, I guess. Awful defence from Terry Black as well. I'm not going to start Mate, Yeah, that. it's to weep, so he's never going to tackle can him, I just honest. Can I just crawl up Bowden Barrett's bum for a little bit, please? 
because <laughs> because he is quality and he like, like it's the same thing is it works the other way around like you say now Matthew's had a lot of bad matches and a good match doesn't make him a good player like or or a particularly like amazingly good player still a good player obviously but Bowden Barrett is an amazing player just because he has one bad game and gets stepped once like what else did he do in that game they didn't also they didn't even put La Marpe on Barrett or they didn't put Barrett on La Marpe Barrett's playing 15 they can't just stick a 15 up against like La Marpe it's also the job of like TJ Farhani and the other centre to, to make to make the tackle on him so if they're breaking mm-hmm. through that tackle then that's their fault and like Honestly, being a 15 myself, it is difficult playing that one-on-one. Imagine be, imagine how difficult it is when you're coming up against Lau Marpe, running full speed. He's like, like a little wrecking ball. Um, yeah. Hey, mate, would you have I just say... That's what you're saying. You would have tackled him. Mate, that's what I'm saying. I'm Basically saying, saying put, me, put me in the all-black squad because I am sick of fullbacks. You know, you know how... We, so we talk, we talk about Bodie. Bodie's sick, obviously. Is he better than Geordie? Mate, Jordy's yeah, actually is. showing his worth like this season, especially like I don't know if you Ed, I don't know if you remember um, back legs. in um, back in back in school, Kit Man used to always gas up say Jordy's better than Bodie. Do you remember that? Yeah, I I kind of do. Yeah, vaguely. But obviously that wasn't true back then. But I think um, I think now he is definitely showing that he is quite dang. Like he is just like he's fair. He's literally like six for like five or something, um, and just absolute gas. Mate, God. his legs are tiny. Yeah, mate, you don't need big legs when you've got a massive upper body. Like so. <laughs> when you're a stack, when you're as jacked up as Jordy Barrett. Net. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but he's, he's just got a giant boot. Just got a giant boot as well. He, oh, oh, actually, to be fair, I think in the last like four games, he's got like the clutch win um, with a kick. Clutch. Also, Mr. Clutch, also, they call him. He's fucking skillful as well. Like every pass that he makes, he just seems to be like perfectly timed and really like perfectly like passed basically like a lot of people like centers and stuff mm. often have shit hands and like some fullbacks as well like mike brown never looked like he had the safest safest pair of hands he could catch a high ball yeah but mike brown passing like just never passed mike brown didn't pass once in his yeah. whole career like geordie barrett knows exactly when to pass exactly <laughs> when to run he set, sets up so many tries from just holding it until that right moment mm. yeah no he's good i'm very geordie I mean, so if you were selecting for the for the All Black squad, Mal, like, and you were selecting for exclusively for fifteen, let's say like the fact that Bowden can play ten, like obviously out outrageously well is is not considered. Who would you select out of the two Bowden, uh, the two the two Bowden Barretts, <laughs> the two Barretts, <coughs> or anyone else uh, for that matter, such as D D Mac, who you guys actually put in the Southern Hemisphere fifteen. Uh, yeah, I think back then, uh, D-Mac was probably the, the DR15, a choice with, uh, Bodie at 10, but, um, I think, I think now my opinion has changed a bit. I think, I know, it's kind of hard. I would still probably put Bodie at 15 with Mwanga at 10, mm. um, but drop D-Mac, put Will Jordan and Geordie Barrett on the bench as your, like, wing slash fullback covers. Okay. Mate, I, I reckon. Yeah, I a, battle bet- a battle between those two. We'll j- I just- definitely agree with keeping Moanga. He had a, he's been playing outrageously well. Mm. Um, in an in an extremely good Crusaders team, but yeah, fullback for me, I think you'd be you'd keep Bodie, but I don't know. Jordy's playing sick. D Max not playing great, but he's also got Geddes as his coach, who's 
Not exactly doing doing things. Playing Warren Ball doesn't really suit D-Mac that much. I don't know. Ed, what <laughs> do you think? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, does it really matter who you pick? Geordie and Bodie? Like, Bodie's obviously proven himself. Geordie hasn't properly proven himself on that, like, international scale yet. So I think with a few more caps, mm. maybe Geordie goes on the wing for a few games, you know, because he's still, he's basically good wherever you put him. Like, he can play anywhere as well. Maybe he just Yeah, could Geordie play centre or 10? Yeah, well, he played se- he played centre at the, oh. he played centre at the Under-20s World Cup when he was there. So, you know, he could be that kind of guy, like that almost Henry Slade that, 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 England, that England have. So, yes, lady. Yes, lady. Yes, George. So he becomes Henry Slade, and Geordie Barrett becomes Henry Slade. Yeah. Geordie Barrett equals that. Henry Slade, and yeah. Henry Slade becomes Geordie Barrett, and suddenly Geordie Barrett plays for England. Please. I would not turn that yes. down at all. I would actually quite like that. Really, Geordie Barrett for England, wouldn't he? Oh, come. Sorry, it's going off topic now. We sort of finish with um. Super rugby. And talking about Barrett's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, what it's quite mad. I mean, a few pods back, we, we spoke about how um, Super Rugby NZ should go separate to overall Super Rugby, and they've actually announced plans for they're that. They're actually doing that, aren't they? Um, they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. what do you guys Wag-wag. think about that? Wait, what's actually happening with it? Wag-wag. Well, I think it's sort of, it's a very early stages, but... I mean, it the the feeler which they they basically announced that they're sort of looking into doing that, maybe going separate from Super Rugby and separating off, which in my opinion is probably the right thing to do. Um, how that would look, I don't think they've really thought about in a massive amount of detail. Whether they'd keep the franchises as they are, I don't know. But I think they've essentially seen how successful uh, Super Rugby um, Arturo has actually been over the last sort of <coughs> couple of months. Um, especially in comparison to the Aussie um, uh, oh Super Rugby, which has been awful. It's embarrassing. The Aussie Super um, Rugby is embarrassing, mate. They literally get zero yeah. people to the stadiums. I don't know. Maybe Union's just going to die out in Australia. I literally have no idea. Because do people even... I think it might. Do people go and watch the the national side? I, I, I don't remember the last time seeing a, a match in Australia. Um, you have to remember, they also have Aussie rules and league. Which are yeah. like two very similar games, mate, I guess you can see. League looks sick. I, I don't know about you <laughs> yes. guys, but if I was in, mate, if I was in, if I was in Australia, I'd a hundred percent watch League instead of Union, just because atmosphere. the crowds are mad. It's all about atmosphere <laughs> and awesome. At, if you're go, if you're going to watch the Rebels versus the Western Force, there is zero atmosphere. You are the only person there. You get pissed and you sit there and you forget the match immediately because it's so boring. And yeah. if you go to a league game, you get pissed. And it's insane because the atmosphere, you get really rowdy, mate. It's going to be sick, isn't yeah. it? Loads of scores, massive hits, all massive crowds players. where people actually care. Benji Marshall. Like, like all, all, yeah. the, all the big names. Like Sean Johnson. Oh, my days. Yeah, man. So gassed. Caelan Ponga. Caelan Ponga. is real. You know, they were trying He's to get... He's actually sick. They were trying to get Caelan Ponga to play, to play for Australia. For, for the Wallabies, yeah. In the World Cup, yeah. yeah. He's never going to want to do that, is do he? You, um, do you do you watch the, uh, the league in the... I don't know what it is. English, but league. league yeah, rugby. it's also really good, actually. It's just called the Super League. It's, Wigan. It's um, massive as well. Like, they, like the supporters, it's quite a... S- smallish supporter base big up north isn't but it it's really it's just northern it's really reliable like supporter base they get quite a lot of people to every match like and the final's massive i'm pretty sure they have it at wembley so 
Yeah, it is. It is is moving south though. Don't they have a team like the London Broncos now or whatever? Yeah, maybe. I don't. Mate, what I do know is that they're actually England as an international side in in uh, rugby league are actually really really good. They're like one of the top sides, probably better than England's union side. Who are the top league league international teams? Australia. Australia are pretty sick. New Zealand are sick. England are sick. They're probably the three Aust- best. Australia are the okay. best. New Zealand, Sean Johnson just carries them. Yeah, um, mate, we've got some awesome players as well, though. To be fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. For everyone listening. Some guy. For everyone listening, if you, if you like rugby and you like watching highlights videos, like go watch rugby league highlight videos because they're somehow so much better than like the union <laughs> stuff because because people just absolutely run at each other so hard it's is i'm i'm tempted to say it's almost equal with union at the moment just because like the atmosphere okay international international no international no i think in england uh, in terms of like league even premiership versus super league i think premiership definitely wins i think it's just different because We've never had. I've never that been connection. to a Super League game either. We've never had that connection to to league. We never played league really. We never we never watched league. Mm-hmm. But I think if if you're if you're brought up around both, then you probably tend to go to league. So that, I think that's what a lot of Australian schoolboys mm. do. Like for example, Caelan Ponga yeah. played fifteen. Money in it, mate. There's more money. There's more money. Yeah. 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 They get in in Australia. They get fat contracts in the NRL. Like, How I, much I, is I honestly, the I don't know, but Shut mate, I, 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 allow me. I would have road. absolutely. If I was sick at rugby in though. New Zealand, I would have no hesitations that, to go to the NRL. The the only thing is, as Ed, I think you pointed out quite well, is that like on an international scene, I'd rather play Union just because I think globally it's bigger. But like, if you didn't really care that much about playing for Australia, or you could play cross code, which I think would be like I'd probably like want to do, Jason then that's. Yeah, Jason War, Sonny Bill does it like every time. Like goes and plays um, for the Roosters, they win, and then immediately goes and plays for New yeah. Zealand in the World Cup. Like <laughs> that's just, an athlete. That's like. balling. He's an athlete, mate. Like so, he's a specimen. Yeah. Specimen. Yeah. And obviously Izzy Falau can do that as well. Like they're 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 like the top zero point zero zero one percent of athletes in the world. Like literally do anything they want. Like um, anything. I don't know. Even though, be I, homophobic on the internet. Yeah. Li- well, they can't do that. Well, apparently. they still get a rugby contract, uh, mate. So I don't really know how. <laughs> Wasn't it? Oh, did you guys hear about that? It was. Did I speak about this before? Izzy Falau, he he moved to an English club. I can't remember which one, but they signed him for the for rugby league, and he moved he moved there. And then the first match was against like Wigan or someone, and Wigan decided to have their Pride Day. On the on the day that Izzy Falau debuted for that team, really? yeah, <laughs> on like, just yeah, it's on purpose, jokes. like like mug, mugging off Izzy Falau for being homophobic, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, like, that's yeah, hilarious. That's Love that. Um, no, he's obviously stupidly homophobic. Uh, to be fair, if I lived up north in the UK or in England, I'd definitely support a consider sporting super league team. So who's the biggest league team? St. Helens, um, Hull, Hull. St. Helens, Hull, Wigan, Leeds, um, Leeds Rhinos. Where's St. Helens? Where's St. Leeds where's Rhinos? Helen? I don't actually know, mate. There's two Hull teams. There's Hull Tigers and Hull KR. So There's random. Two... Like you Hull, Hull Tigers um, are completely different team, to a. Uh, 
So it's completely no, different. No, pretty to sure there's there's definitely two teams from from Hull. And obviously that bloke that went to our school, Omari Caro, he was uh, named the fastest man in Super Super League. Um, a few years yeah. back. Who did he play for? He played for Hull, I think. Hull KR. I think. I think mad. I think I think he had my dorm at school. Interesting fact. Oh, that's quite sick. Yeah, <laughs> what, he came... you, what did you do to him, mate? No, it's got his name in my in the drawer. I had his name. He came back one time for to Cornwallis, our boarding house. He's literally mm-hmm. like, one of the biggest men I've ever seen. Just, he's absolutely humongous. Really? I was I was terrified. I, wa- I walked in as like a little year ten, and and I walked walked down the corridor, and he was just there, like looking around the house with with the matron. He was just standing there, his, his head bounce like bouncing off every door and stuff because he was so tall. Like six foot, really? six foot five, absolutely built like a brick wall. And he was, I was like, hi. He was like, hey, <laughs> hi, hi. Hey, do you want to hey. something interesting about the the Super League? Actually, they've they recently brought in Toronto, Toronto Wolfpack. Have you heard of them? What the uh, the Canadian yeah, team? Sunny, got has it Sunny Bills. Canadian, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got Sunny Bills. That like there, it's not just UK. They've actually got oh, they've got Catalan Dragons as well from from Spain. Um, which is quite cool. Yeah, Hull have two teams, Hull FC and Hull KR. Um, not Hull Toys, you're right. That's that's a different team. There's Castle, Castle, Castleford Tigers. That's they say up north. Do they say that? Castleford they from say down that? south. A Salford in it. Um, no, it's Leeds, Wigan, St. Helens. We pretty much named all of them, actually. Warrington is another big one. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think like, that's quite interesting. Actually, um, but if I was in Australia, I definitely probably would not play rugby union right now, especially given. Well, when we were there, Australia's you couldn't you couldn't find union on the telly for love nor money. It was all league, all over the place. I mean, we weren't in mm, Brisbane. We loved it. We 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 were in Brisbane, so there was kind of yeah. Leeds bigger bigger up there. I think they have the Queensland Reds, but they're pretty damn average. So yeah. And I think that about does it for this episode of Much Do About Rugby. We've actually covered quite a lot of interesting topics there, so we really hope you enjoyed it. Bit of a uh, yeah, uh, uncued one that week that time. So yeah, uh, do make sure if you haven't already to go and follow our Facebook and Instagram. It's the same name as the podcast name, so copy and paste that. And we will see you in the next one. Thank you very much. Rugby.